Welcome to the Chamber Podcast. In this episode, we're talking about the launch of the Clean Air Zone in Birmingham and what it means for businesses around the region. I'm Dan Harrison, Press and PR Manager at the Chamber. I'm Paul Faulkner, Chief Executive at the Chamber. Councillor Wasim Zafar, Birmingham's Cabinet Member for Transport and Environment. Well, Wasim, thanks for, for joining us. I'd like to, to start with you, just first of all, for those who don't know, what is the Clean Air Zone and why are there plans to introduce one in Birmingham? So Dan, um, a clean air zone is really an area where we're ta- we have targeted action to improve air quality, in particular by discouraging the most polluting vehicles from entering that zone. Let's be absolutely clear, no vehicle is banned from within this area, but those vehicles that um, are ultimately non-compliant vehicles, either less than Euro 6 diesels or less than Euro 4 petrols, will have to pay a, a clean air zone charge to enter that particular zone. But Birmingham has a as a serious air pollution problem. I'd argue outside London we have the biggest problem. Up to 900 people dying prematurely per year in our city is a serious, serious problem. We also have illegal levels of nitrogen dioxide within our city, in particular in the city centre and just outside the city centre. That's why we've created the clean air zone uh, around the city centre, uh, the area inside the A4540 Middle Ring Road. Uh, we've had a clear ministerial direction from government to get our act together and get compliant in the shortest possible time. So this, for me, uh, the clean air zone is a start of Birmingham's fight back uh, to create a city where every citizen can breathe clean air, which is a basic human right. I was just going to say, I mean, it's been, you sort of follow the uh, development of, of the thinking around clean air zones and you know, this has come through Europe, it, it's been mandated by national government and I think what, what the city council and certainly um, sort of council have done is, is grab it and um, sort of take it on in a very positive way. You know, lots of cities are uh, similarly being required to introduce uh, clean air zones and I think maybe the approach has been hasn't quite been sort of uniform has it across the, the country now no. but it's you know it's that mix of being imposed from uh, from elsewhere but then on on each particular uh, sort of city or urban area to uh, implement them in in their own um, particular way I suppose. The ministerial direction was a wake-up call yeah. for Birmingham. Um, a, a number of cities have received ministerial direction. There were six originally. There's many others that have had a different form of notification, notification from government. But when we had a look at the modelling within the city, mm. when we looked at and, and analysed how bad the problem was, when we spoke to experts at places like the University of Birmingham and they explained to us the reality of the challenge, there was no other option for us than to get our act together. And, yeah. and as I said, this the clean air zone is a start. We've got the clean air strategy, which looks at a wide range of other mechanisms. Only this week we've announced and launched the um, clean air streets project, which mm-hmm. has stops cars from entering initially six pilot schools uh, to drop off and pick up their children. We want yeah. to create safe havens for our children in our city. We want to create safe havens for every single citizen. Um, so the, th- th- this for me was a really challenging and difficult policy area but it was really really important we've got some massive health inequalities in our city and health professionals tell me that poor air quality impacts on literally every major illness there is within within society Mm. so this is really really important and what we're seeing is we're having a lot of contact with other major cities um, uh, across the country and and further afield who want to understand why we've made the decision we made it Mm. we've made how it's going to impact on our communities and how, more importantly how it will impact on the poor levels of air pollution we've got within the city. 
I think maybe that, that, that's a really important thing to get across that maybe not everybody's understood. It's not about traffic and congestion and getting people, you know, ploy to get people off the roads. This is real serious public health issue, isn't it? Absolutely. Some people refer to this as the congestion charge. This is not the congestion charge. If you're driving a vehicle which is not polluting our streets, you won't have anything to worry about. So if you're driving a, a petrol vehicle manufactured after 2007, you're a Euro four. You're driving a Euro four petrol. You have nothing to worry about. If you're driving a Euro six diesel vehicle, if you're driving an electric vehicle, uh, you, you've got nothing to worry about. This is about trying to uh, take those polluting journeys off our streets, in particular in the area uh, uh, within the city centre, which has the highest uh, levels of uh, air pollution, and cleaning up the act within this area first. And, and that's such an important point. It's almost so simple but it's so critical and i know in conversations that that we have with at the chamber and different um sort of meetings or sessions that there's still um not enough awareness at this stage about the clean air zone and i think the the most common mistake is to confuse it with a congestion charging zone i guess people sort of have a degree of familiarity of that from from london London, but they're very no very different things and i suppose that's one of the that's one of the reasons why we're sat here today talking about it. It's one of the reasons we've got the, the briefing on, on October the 2nd uh, where we're encouraging um, business people to, to come along. And it's just because education and effective communication is so, so important. And that goes for you know all citizens uh, across the, the city and region who will come into Birmingham. And I think between now and the, the launch um, next summer, you're going to see an awful lot of communication to ensure that it gets rolled out in a an effective way and, and then you know what we want is is cleaner air for all in and around the uh, the city center and as, you, as you've said that the chamber and the, the council are working together to to make sure this is communicated properly and perhaps dispel some of the, the the misconceptions about what the the clean air zone is but what what has the feedback been like so far from the business community paul what we've seen from from businesses is that they've been very engaged in this it's a topic which you know really generates a lot of um passion and interest and you know, we held a, a briefing session at the the library of birmingham uh, earlier in the year and you know there were over a couple hundred sort of people there and you know again you can see that that people um probably starts off maybe with with concern what are the impacts going to be on my on my business and that's why the the sort of uh, engagement program getting the the facts and the reality out there are so important and i think you know it's We've talked a lot, actually, um, sort of privately around how this partnership with the, the chamber and the council, and it operates at a number of different levels, and the council's office got a great uh, sort of team there, has been um, really effective. I think it's been very sort of grown up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of engagement. We've been out speaking with businesses, um, with you know, members of the council, and we've been able to feedback concerns. And I think I'd say help to influence and shape the development of the, the plans and policies that they've gone along. I think that's fair, isn't it? That, 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 that's absolutely bang on. Um, right from the start, I think we've, we've had a very, very mature relationship between mm. the council and the chamber. The, the, the council made a policy decision, um, and when we went out for consultation, it was quite clear that there was, there was no other option for us than to introduce a clean air zone D. Um, and we understand this is a challenging policy. It's going to have an impact on people travelling through the city. It's going to have an impact on those that live in and around the clean air zone area. It's going to have a massive impact on businesses within our city. 
and the private sector for us is the backbone of, of our city. You know, the, you, the, the, the role that you play in the local economy is absolutely mm. vital to keeping Birmingham uh, moving. It's absolutely vital for making Birmingham the vibrant city it is. Um, and you as a chamber understand your member institutions, you understand yeah. the private sector better than anybody else. Uh, and, and the role you've played, I, I remember reading your article in the, uh, in the paper, uh, in the local paper where uh, I think you started off with, we support in principle support the yes. clean, clean air zone. Well remembered. <laughs> but um, we've, we've got these particular concerns. And for me, that was a challenge to say, you know, you, you want to help us, you want to support us, but we need to work together on this. And I'd like to think that the, the package we've secured, the £38 million mm. we've secured from government, a lot of that is going towards supporting the private sector. You've been able to yeah. work with us and co-design that package yeah. and the exemptions package that will support your member institutions and business in our city uh, come through what is a major transitional period. And, 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 and rolling something such as this clean air zone out, you know, these, this is not simple. It's not easy to do, but it's, it's the right thing to do. And so, you know, it has been a mature relationship where um, they've been able to work sort of effectively together. If you would go out to anyone and say, do you want cleaner air for you, your, 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 your employers, your children? People are going to go, yes, of course we do. Actually helping to make those changes is difficult. That's why uh, it's been a, a, a sort of a detailed process, I think, you know, and you can see just with the general conversations around what's happening, you know, in the world, the sort of climate emergencies, etc. There's a growing um, desire for people to take this seriously and I think it, it's credit to to the council it's credit to the sort of the collective of, of Birmingham that we we are driving this forward and as has been mentioned uh, are really now leading the way in the country and I know that at the, the the chamber here the Greater Birmingham Chamber we're working with the British Chambers and other sort of bodies across the country to help give them some um, support and advice around what we've been doing and I think using the, the partnership with the council is a bit of a, an exemplar so you know it's not straightforward but ultimately we want it to be rolled out effectively we want to avoid any un unintended consequences Absolutely. because that's not the, this is not, not there to sort no. of penalize um businesses unfairly it's about trying to clean up air in our in our city yeah, and i think yeah. I, I, my concern is, is is i'm sure a concern that you you share um, we, we do not want any uh, business to mm. suffer any job losses yeah. or any closure as a result of the clean air zone. Yeah. And we'll work with you, the businesses and anybody else to make yeah. sure that doesn't happen. Um, you know, we, we're even looking at some businesses are having to relocate. Mm. We want to support that process. Mm. You know, the council's a big yeah. landowner in the city. Wherever we can support that, we yeah. will do that. So it's about protecting jobs. It's about protecting businesses. It's about supporting the local economy. But at the same time, it's also about creating yeah. an environment which creates a healthier Birmingham for us and, all. And, and we know that a healthy workforce is a more productive Absolutely. workforce as well. And I think there will be an awful lot of opportunities which will uh, be generated as well through um, the sort of the changing environmental sort of focus that, that we're seeing more and more now. And so, you know, it is a case of working together, doing it smartly, embracing it, and then uh, making sure that the, the rollout is effective. Okay, sure. And you, you've both just spoken very well about the, the complexities of, of getting this this mm. delivered correctly. And we know it was it was supposed to be initially rolled out in, in January. It's now been pushed back a few months to, to the summer. So first of all, do you, do you just want to tell us a little bit about, about why that, that delay has, has come about? So so there's a number of things that Birmingham City Council um, had to had to get on and do and I'd, I like to think that we are doing those particular things, the you know, 
procuring the, the system, procuring the, the cameras, sorting out the mitigation exemptions package, recruiting a team to go and engage with communities, engage with the, the business community. So we're, we're well on course to do that. Uh, towards the end of March, um, ourselves and Leeds Council were both looking to launch in January, on the 1st of January or the 2nd of January 2020, uh, became aware that two particular aspects that the government uh, and the different department were due to deliver. One was the vehicle car checker, which will enable uh, those that live, work or come through our city to go online to establish whether their vehicle is compliant or non-compliant. Uh, that particular car checker, which was due to be uh, ready many months ago, has been delayed. Uh, originally, we were told a November delay. Uh, a few months ago, I realised this would be a December delay, and the latest is that it won't be launched by the government until January. They're working very closely with DVLA, but but the fact that we we would we're ultimately launching the car checker after the original date of the, the launch justifies our decision to delay the launch itself. And the second fundamental thing is the government wanted to. Um, have one back office system for all the clean air zones across the country, not just ourselves and Leeds, but the other cities that will also introduce clean air zones of different classifications that have one back office system to to process the information collected from the cameras and then send it to the local authorities to issue the the, the charges and the fines. Um, that, again, the, the government decided very late in the day that they, they will move away from that original commitment to ask the local authorities to develop their own systems uh, so come end of March, uh, we, we hadn't had any conversations with any of the suppliers. Leeds hadn't had any conversations. To set one of those systems up would easily take six or seven months to do that. Um, so we, th- those are the two fundamental reasons why we delayed it. What I'm absolutely committed to, to doing and what Birmingham City Council is absolutely committed, committed, committed to doing is launching the Clean Air Zone on the 1st of July 2020. We realise we cannot delay any further. Um, we're... We're working very closely with Client Earth, who are critical friends. They've taken the government to court on a number of occasions. They're deeply concerned about the delay. Um, and, you know, there's they the, re- the realistic possibility of Client Earth uh, taking... Uh, Client Earth is a group of international lawyers yeah. who've come together to, yeah. to challenge decision-makers <clears throat> to take the challenge of air pollution far more seriously than, than, than we have in the past. There's that realistic possibility that if we delay any further, they could issue... Uh, court proceedings against Birmingham City Council, mm. which we wouldn't be able to defend or justify we defending court. So, first of July, twenty twenty, critical is absolutely critical. We need to get compliant in the shortest possible time. Uh, compliance will slightly be delayed because of the mitigation and exemptions which we've negotiated, which are absolutely vital. We can't just introduce the clean air zone and then step back. We need to introduce the clean air zone and ensure that there's support mechanisms yeah. to support our businesses and our residents through this massive transitional change. And that's why we've got £38 million worth of mitigations and also exemptions that many businesses and local residents can benefit from to support them through this change. So that's sort of avoiding those unintended consequences, Absolutely. making sure that you know, uh, businesses have sufficient time and notice. And you know, in some cases, you know, it, it, it's, it's money to, for them to sort of manage through so that they're not adversely impacted by this and have, have time and a chance to sort of make some of those adjustments. Yeah. Sure, and Paul, what, what will the chamber be doing over the next few months to, to raise awareness of the, the zone among members? Yeah, I know there's well, a few events planned, etc. Yeah, no, there are. No, we've been working closely with the, the the council and the team there to to ensure that we're we're getting um, 
you know, the right messaging and the right information across. And, you know, it's going to be a whole multitude of um, activities down where we're working up a digital toolkit, not dissimilar to sort of our business Brexit health check, which will allow businesses to, to go online and sort of do a bit of a self-diagnosis around are they, they ready, are they prepared, you know, answer some uh, some questions and kind of get signposted to uh, to support as and, and when or if that's that's required. So that will be a, a key tool that we'll be rolling out uh, right at the start of the new year is the plan. We've got a number of briefing sessions. And again, I'm going to just plug the one we've got coming up here at, at Chamber House on the Wednesday, the, the 2nd of October uh, in the morning, sort of a, a business briefing session. And again, if you're listening, please do uh, come along and spread the message around that. And then lots of uh, sort of communication and just messaging getting out there via our channels, which we know reach businesses so that people are aware of this. This is something that you've got to tell them and tell them again and tell them again. And you know, you're going to see an awful lot of coverage around the clean air zone so that people understand what it is, understand what they need to do to make sure that they, they're they compliant and can hopefully do so um, well ahead of the, the, the time. And we're also going to continue to do research um, we're sort of speaking to businesses with our sort of regular surveying, and, and, and we're committed to feeding that mm-hmm. that back into to the councils as we already have done. This is now sort of just done and dusted. If more issues or concerns come up, then we'll be feeding them in. Because back to that point of we do not want this to be um, sort of punitive on businesses. The idea is that we want to all head towards cleaner air, but kind of as much as we can get on that journey together, we want to be. And just to reiterate what Paul says, um, if halfway if halfway through the the, the launch of the, the clean air zone, six months in, we realise that particular businesses have a series of challenges, um, we will go to government and have some serious conversations. We, we 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 you know we think we've got the right package. We think we've done a good good job securing the package that we've secured with government. Uh, but we will do everything possible to protect businesses in our city to support you know, uh, the, the local economy and protect jobs in the, in, in the city. So this is why this relationship with the Chamber of Commerce mm. is absolutely critical because the, you will not only shape, you've not only shaped what the clean air zone looks like and the package to businesses looks like today, but also how we, how we will evolve over time too. Okay, well, Wazim, Paul, that's been a really interesting discussion on, on the zone. And Anyone who's listening who would like more information on the Birmingham Clean Air Zone, please visit the Business Breathes website. And also take a look at the Chamber website for full details on the upcoming event that Paul's just mentioned on Wednesday the 2nd of October. Thank you for listening to the Chamber podcast. To hear more episodes, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Audio Boom, Or go to the latest news section of www.greaterbirminghamchambers.com.